Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are back for Restaurant Week. So, um, I did go to a couple restaurants last week, or this week, however you want to look at it, and the first one I started off with was very light. I went for a lunch over at Milo's, over at the Venetian Hotel and Casino. So, Milo's is a Mediterranean-themed restaurant, so all their cuisine is going to be very light, very fresh, very, uh, like, fish-forward, and... Very, very good. So I have to say that I did go for lunch, which is very different than their dinner time, but some of the same things are on both menus. And I also did go for restaurant week, which makes this menu a little bit different than you would usually see. So um, we will be going over what the vibe was like at Milo's, what the food was like, and also what this would mean for you coming to Las Vegas. So this is Last Night in Vegas. We went to Milo's over at the Venetian Hotel and Casino. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be going over Milo's for restaurant week. So for this particular menu, um, I actually end up going for lunch, which is the only thing they offered for their restaurant week menu. So for those of you that may not be able to come during restaurant week, which if you're listening to this, you have like maybe one hour to try it. But uh, if you ever do come in the future, they do have a similar menu to the one that you get for restaurant week that's available year-round, which is great, and that's only for lunchtime, so just keep that in mind. But anyways, so the Restaurant Week menu consisted of a $40 menu, which was a three-course menu that had many different choices on it that you can choose from, but one of the ones that I ended up getting was the octopus. So again, this is a first, second, and third course. So the first course, it had like a tomato salad, they have salmon tartare, so on and so forth, but I went with their octopus, which I actually did ask because I really, really wanted to do the tomato salad, which I've been to Greece, I've been to um, Italy as well, and I went with my parents, or my, my mom, honestly, and being there, um, you find that you get a lot of very fresh ingredients, and I've had an octopus, an octopus, um, I've had a tomato and cucumber salad, I've also had octopus, which was also in a salad over there in Greece, which is kind of funny that it ended up coming up again, but uh, I did ask which one, which one should I should get, and they said you should definitely try the octopus, which was funny, because then I went and looked at the actual menu, and the octopus itself, by itself, is $41, so basically, you're getting a three-course meal for the price of one of the items on the menu, which honestly was kind of worth it. So at that point, when you think about it, it is worth it. So just kind of going over the restaurant itself, because I wanted to sort of break this down first before we get too far down into the menu. Uh, the restaurant itself is open for lunch and dinner. It's located on Restaurant Row, which is going to be inside the Venetian where you cross from the Venetian to the Palazzo. 
And there is no view of the Strip. That's not really what the main focus is. But the restaurant itself is actually a beautifully big restaurant. It actually has multiple tiers, with the main dining room being on the higher tier, which is on the same level of where the kitchen is, which typically... They did explain this to me. They explained this to me that the kitchen is broken up into three sections. It has the fresh fish, which is cold, obviously, presented on display for you to see, and it also has the price per pound for each of those items. And they actually do change them out depending on whether it's for lunch or dinner time, which is actually kind of a nice little, nice little sort of. Uh, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, it's a nice little uh, sort of, you know fine dining touch, if you will. So that's cool. Um, I ended up going over there and uh, videotaping the lunchtime fishes. Yes, fishes is a word. Look it up. Um, I did get my degree in journalism, so I did know that fishes can be a word. Uh, if you want the definition, you can go online, or I can explain it to you later, <laughs> later down the line if you want. But anyway, so they do have their fish in one part of the kitchen that you can actually go and look at. And then they also have the hot section, which that's going to be the kitchen where they actually prepare a lot of the hot items, like say, like the lamb, the steak, so on and so forth, and also uh, fire your fish, of course. And then they also have their vegetable section, which is on the other end of the kitchen, which was actually presented beautifully and looks beautifully, beautifully, beautifully fresh uh, to actually just take a look at and really sort of sets the tone for the restaurant that you're in. So that was actually a really nice little touch. The bar itself is actually right when you walk into the restaurant, you are presented by this big, beautiful, square, round-shaped bar. So square, round-shaped, how does that even go? So it's really a square because actually inside of the bar, which is really cool, they have their raw section. So the section is actually going to have a lot of the sashimi, a lot of the sushi. It also has a lot of the ceviche and the octopus, of course, as well. So uh, it's really, really great to actually see them working with the items. And, of course, the bartenders were absolutely fantastic as well. So this restaurant is very big. It's very fresh. And it's really great for groups. They actually have a lot of big group dining tables. But what's nice is they do mix in a lot of two and four top tables as well, which is kind of the normal, uh, sort of the normal party size, if you will, for restaurants here in Las Vegas. So uh, as I kind of just sort of sat at the bar, I ended up going with the... Peach Fizz, because I've been trying to try more of their signature cocktails, because I've honestly been to a lot of restaurants on the Strip. I've had their old fashions, which is actually kind of fun to do the same drink at different bars to see how they interpret their drink. But I do want to try some of their signature items, just because I want to give them a fair shake at their particular items. So I tried their Peach Fizz, which is a vodka-based cocktail, which also has some peach puree, lemon, and then also this had Fever Tree Soda Water, which really adds to sort of the freshness and sort of fragrant, fragrance, fragrantness. There we go. We're making up words now uh, to the cocktail. So really fresh, really good for like a hot summer day. So I would highly recommend that if you are going for a sort of a lunchtime feast, if you will. So uh, just to keep you kind of in the loop, this is a very expensive restaurant. If you're going to be dining at Milo's, just know that it is pretty pricey if you're not getting like the lunchtime special, which is only $38, which is great. So just keep that in mind. It can be pretty pricey, but if you're dining, you know, with a group and you get a couple different items and just sort of split them, this might be more of an approachable option for you, which again, if you are going to be dining here at Milo's, it is a very fish forward restaurant. So lots of fresh fish on the menu. And they also have, they do have some steak. They also have lamb dishes, of course, but just keep in mind, you're going to be coming here and you're probably going to be sort of overwhelmed with a lot of the fish items. So if you're a fish person, this is certainly the place for you. And the fish, 
the fresh the fish is quite fresh if you're going to be dining here at Milo's. So, anyways, let's get to the dinner. So, uh, or the lunch. So as I get to lunch, um, I ordered the octopus, which the octopus was the showstopper of the dish. It was absolutely fantastic. Had layers and layers of flavor. And one of the things that I've read on you know, cookbooks or cooking shows or just watched is that octopus is very, very tricky to cook sometimes. And this one was cooked to perfection. It was also like on a bed of chickpeas and that actually went really well with the octopus. And it's honestly probably the best thing that I had at the restaurant. And it's probably their signature dish, to be honest with you, if you're going to be going and getting it. So just note that if you do do their lunchtime special, it is usually $38. It does include the octopus, but for a $10 supplemental charge. So just know there is an upcharge for getting the octopus as well. So um, as I went in, I got the octopus, and then I was kind of just sort of just enjoying it for a while. So as I enjoyed sort of the octopus, I went into the second course, which is a Dorado Royale, which is basically a filleted fish on one, si on, on one side, um, which is very, very lightly grilled. It's not grilled as much as I wanted it to. Um, and it's much more fresh. You can definitely taste the saltiness of the ocean that it was in. Uh, so you get a lot of those flavors, just a natural fl salty flavor from the fish. Um, I did do like a little bit of orange on top of it, but it did still sort of come through very, very salty in a good way, definitely. And I actually wanted more of the salt, salty flavors to it just because I'm not a huge fish person, but I've been trying to go out the comfort zone and I ordered the fish. I did also, oh, I also was told by the bartender that the chicken breast is actually really, really good at this restaurant. So I think I really have to sort of reevaluate, like, sort of how I go to these restaurants where I see, like, a chicken breast and I'm like, no, I'm not getting the chicken. Like, eh, it seems too, too simple. But sometimes the chicken breast is actually a really good item on the menu to choose. So, sort of, you kind of deter yourself from wanting the chicken, but sometimes it's the good thing to get. So, the Dorado Royale it was not my favorite thing on the menu just because I'm not a huge fish person. But if you're somebody who likes a very salty, a very light fish, that was a really, really great option. So again, if you're a fish person, this is certainly a good option for you for sure. So before I go into like the third course, which the third course was very, very simple, just some fresh fruit that I ended up having. Uh, they do have some really great items on the menu that are very, very unique to the restaurant, which honestly, I've seen this when I say unique to the restaurant, uh, I've seen it other places, but this place was the first place that I saw it where they actually cook a whole fish inside of sea salt, which is actually a really cool method of cooking the fish because you get all that flavor packed inside of this sort of sea oven, if you will, this sea salt oven, and then it's presented to you at the table, which is really fantastic. So uh, just kind of running through the menu just for you just a little bit. Uh, they do have, other than all those whole fish options, they have lamb chops, filet mignon, uh, ribeye. They also have a dry-aged Cote de Bouffe, which is $183, which is always served for the table. But anyways, uh, I do recommend if you end up going here, to try the fresh seafood, just because it's all very pristine fish when you look at it. So I would highly recommend doing any of the fish options. And also, I would really, this is a really good place, especially if you're trying to try something a little bit different and you want it at the highest quality. I would highly recommend this place for sure. Uh, but if you are brand new into actually getting into seafood, I would maybe start someplace else, maybe not go to Milo's just because 
the the prices are quite expensive for seafood items and for something that you're not really going to know if you're going to like it or not it's always kind of harder to ne to negotiate those prices with what your expectations are so i highly recommend doing someplace else if you're not a big seafood person before coming over to milos because milos is very much a sort of modern mediterranean restaurant but it's still going to have you know that very very uh very elevated feel to it in terms of the ingredients. It's very ingredient heavy. So just keep that in mind that you are going to be getting a lot of whatever you ordered. That is what you're going to taste, which is not a bad thing. I think that's actually really fantastic, especially for foodies who want to try things that are really fresh. I think this would be a really great option. The room itself is actually quite bright. I would say this is really good for groups. It's really, really good for if you're going to be you know, starting out somewhere and then ending up to have drinks someplace else, I would recommend this place for sure. Just because the the way the room is set up, it's actually set up to be, you know, just to have that sort of little dull roar inside of it where it's really great for atmosphere. It doesn't feel like it's too quiet. It's really good for groups. Really like you're going to be getting the party started basically is at this particular restaurant. And it feels light. So it feels very much like you don't have to dress up very much. I would say upscale Upscale casual, they always say business casual, but I would say upscale casual would be a good option for this place. And honestly, really, really approachable if you're going to be walking in. It's a very open uh, floor plan, which is something that you see a lot in restaurants built uh, at that time. But it is a very new restaurant, huge, huge space, and I would say great for groups as well. So um, I did have the fresh fruit. That was my dessert in case you were wondering what I ended up getting for the third course. And that was the restaurant week menu. But uh, I did go to another restaurant during restaurant week, and I was very, very excited for that one, which I'll talk about on the next week's podcast. And I am really, really excited to share that with you guys. But this was really fun. Um, I definitely tried this place out. I thought it was great for what it was. Would I come back if it wasn't restaurant week? I think it would be a tough sell for me to come back to Milo's just because not really clicking on all of my sort of all of my synapses, if you will, for this particular restaurant. It's very seafood heavy, which I I dabble in the seafood. Like Dover Sole is my jam, but I know everybody else says Dover Sole is my jam. But I also really enjoy Bronzino. So I think I would love to do Bronzino someplace else, which is really, really delicious. So this place, maybe not my favorite, but I would say if you want something for like a lunchtime set menu, not a bad option just because that is only 38 bucks. And that runs from 1130 to 3 o'clock every single day. So keep that in mind. But that was Milo's. Uh, if you want to see what I ended up eating, check out Concierge Confidential underscore LV on Instagram. If you have TikTok, you can also follow us on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas. Same thing on Twitter. We're not there very often. You're just making announcements or liking things that we enjoy along the way. That's also at Keys to Vegas. And you can also check us out on YouTube, which is Concierge Confidential. Pretty easy to follow on that one. And if you want my personal one, it's concierge. Um, my personal one is Brian Ortega 26. So that usually runs together when I start doing both of them. But I loved it. I thought it was great for lunch, for dinner. I don't know. I have other places that I might, you know, enjoy a little bit better. So anyways, that was Milo's at the Venetian. If you guys end up seeing me out, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. <laughs>